What up, everybody? This is Chef Jack Harris at the uh, Talk Team Podcast. This is Jade with the Jessica Northrup team from Denver, Colorado, and you are listening to the Real Talk Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Real Talk Podcast. I'm here with the the co-founder of Contextually, a national relationships-based CRM platform that was acquired by Compass in early 2019. Prior to that acquisition, Zvi had led contextually to $12 million in venture capital backing, 75 employees, and tens of thousands of customers, including eight of the top 20 real estate brokerages in the country. He's currently a senior director of product and general manager at Compass, leading the development of, of the Compass CRM platform. I can go on and on, but let's, to keep it short, Zvi is also author of Success in Your Sphere, Leverage the power of relationships to achieve your business goals. And he's also the founder of the DC Tech Meetup, which it's, which since its founding in 2010 has been one of the largest of its kind in the country. He's been featured in publications including the New York Times, the Washington Post, Washington City Paper, Forbes, Inc. Magazine, The Real Deal in New York, and in the news. He's also been listed as one of DC's top 40 fastest growing CEOs, 50 on fire, and for six years running is one of Washingtonian Magazine's tech titans, along with such luminaries such as Steve Case, the co-founder and former CEO and chairman of American Online. He was also a finalist for Ernst & Young's 2016 Entrepreneur of the Year. So without ado, notice, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, and you make me sound a lot more impressive than I actually am, <laughs> I swear. Um, I, I, and I'm, and I'm not, I hopefully, hopefully people don't think I'm that much of an egotistical jerk. Um, I am very thankful that like, yes, there have been a number of, uh, you know, pieces of recognition laid on contactually, but, uh, I'm thankful for being here. I mean, the accolades are just ongoing and just like you, you remind me of uh, Rob Rufkin actually. Yeah. It's, it's how you're what? 30 something years old. And I, I, I 35, yeah. 35. We're actually the same age. Uh, and I feel like. You've accomplished so much more than your actual age. You know, <laughs> you look at Robert's re- Robert's resume, and you're like, this guy must be seventy five years old. Thank you. Well, listen, you know, we, uh, I I think, yes, I mean, there are definitely some similarities. I mean, I think, you know, the two things I think, you know, I would connect between him and I is um, both of us, you know, obviously were willing to take incredible risks. um, And Robert, obviously, has been great at relaying his personal story growing up and, you know, some of the risks and challenges that he and his mother took um, that obviously led to where he is today um, and starting the company alongside Ori. And then just the strong reliance on relationships, Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, what got him here today. And uh, thankfully, I've I've achieved some success uh, in, in, uh, in some of the same veins. Very, very humble. Very, very humble of you to say some. But uh, no, that's great. Just talked about some of the struggles of Robert and, and his, his early success and how he's here, you know, how he's gotten to where he is today. Um, I guess just to start off, since you are, let's talk about contextually, since you are the founder um and, and co-founder and you, and you and your partner today, uh, you could describe some of your early struggles as an entrepreneur and how you overcame them, especially when, you know, first starting contextually itself. Because I know this isn't your first startup, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I, you know, I'd done a couple startups before. This is definitely, contextually got the furthest along of anything I've mm-hmm. started so far. Um, so it's very thankful for that. I was CTO of an enterprise software company that was acquired back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Then I was running my own consulting firm. Um, shut that down in order to start contactually once you know, once we really started seeing traction. Um, but yeah, I, I'm you know 
by all means, you know, one of the funny, one of the con constant running jokes I have between myself and, uh, uh, the lawyer who represent us throughout the time is, you know, the day we actually signed the paperwork to incorporate contactually, he literally turned to me and said, Zvi, you realize you're most likely going to fail. Um, <laughs> no offense to you, but statistically you are going to fail and somehow. And every, every time we hit, we, you know, we hit some failure, but still managed to make it through up until the acquisition, um, you know, I would still turn to him saying, yeah, so we're realize we're probably still going to fail. Right. Um, so I, I still, I still joke with him on that. That's great. Uh, when you first started up, did you have, did you already have a, a team set in mind from your previous startup or did you have, uh, were you about to start from scratch? No, I mean, I, it, this was from scratch. Um, however, that being said, I knew that I needed a team around me. Yeah. Um, just like obviously in real estate, you know, the team model is right. so, is so incredibly powerful. Um, I knew I was not going to be successful working by myself. Um, so I had Jeff, uh, you know, who was working for me at the time, decided to bring him on as a co-founder. Um, and he co-led our software development for years. And then really like my counterpart up from the beginning through the end uh, is Tony, um, Tony who yeah. really led all of our sales and marketing and biz dev and operations efforts. And so um, that, you know, those, you know, two of them, you know, I, I really credit for, you know, for where we are today. Mm-hmm. So when you first, uh, when Contextually was founded, you, I read that your, the vision was, the world is all about relationships. Yep. The business environment is not just about posting your job on a job site or hopefully getting something from LinkedIn or resume. It's about the people you know. Uh, your inspirations for starting contextually. Uh, talk about you know any certain events that happened in your life that kind of led to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I've, I've I definitely talked about this before. I, I try and be open to help others frame like why this is important. I mean, I'm actually like I'm someone who shouldn't be talking about relationships because I at least used to be incredibly introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw that some amazing things happened early in my career. Um, I went from being working in a cubicle at a government consulting firm to running a software company um, to um, to running my own agency to um, running a being CTO of a firm that was acquired to obviously starting contactually yeah. solely because I just knew the right people and had built up the right reputation among those people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy. I, I, I left I left a, a job pretty suddenly um, the day before I think it was the Federal Reserve declared that we were in a recession back yeah. in 2008 um, no job prospects no plan a little bit of savings and literally the only thing I did was just started pinging my network and reaching out to everyone who I happened to know um, I hadn't intentionally tried to build a network just I had gotten to know some people sure. um, so reached out to everyone I knew and within hours I had more work than I could ever need Um, and very quickly I went from one of the worst job markets in the history and don't get me wrong you know I started off by you know getting paid a thousand bucks to help you know a friend's father's construction company get set up on gmail um, (laughs) and you know fixing fixing broken sites and things like that but then all of a sudden you know I was 
you know, I was built up to working with, you know, Ford and CBS and Volkswagen mm-hmm. and the New York Stock Exchange. And, yeah. you know, agencies were regularly coming to me um, for work primarily just because I had built up a reputation as, yeah. you know, reliable and I was good at staying in touch. And that's kind of what led me to realize, like, oh, my God, this all these amazing things, amazing things were happening, not because skills I had learned in college, but because I just was good at building relationships and staying in touch with people. And that was that was the magical formula. Yeah, right. Fast forward to 2018 or the end of 2018. Yeah. You've grown. You have 75 employees. Mm-hmm. You have an uh, incredible amount of momentum. The revenue stream is there. The clients are there. You, my credit card is with, is with your company. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, what, what were some of the thoughts going in before, I guess maybe sometime in 2018, you were about to merge with Compass? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, listen, I, we are incredibly thankful for the level of success that we that you know, that that we've achieved. Um, you know, and we were working with you know the amazing team. You know, we were also helping to build out you know yeah. behind the scenes, but we we're helping to build out like that early version of the Compass CRM that launched in late twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we you know myself, my co founder, and our team, we were asking ourselves like, hey, well, what's next? Right? Yeah. Clearly, we could keep growing as an independent business. But if our mission is that we believe that the best businesses are built upon personal and authentic relationships, you know, how do we help extend that mission to a larger audience, right? Yeah. You know, could we do that independently? Yes. Sure. But how do we play on an even bigger stage, right? How do you scale it yeah. to, to a bigger population? Yeah, even on the R&D side, right? Um, like we, you know, we still knew, you know, seven and a half years of building can actually we still knew that we were just scratching the surface of what's possible. And so all these questions say like, hey, how could we completely change how we approach things? And at that time, I mean, we'd gotten to know Robert and of course, you know, hundreds of Compass agents uh, over the years. And finally, just, you know, we, you know, we started talking again and it turned out that like, hey, you know, not only do we have a shared vision of the future, but from a cultural perspective, there's such congruence um, between you know how we approach things and how compass approaches the world and how they care about company culture um, and every conversation we had just kind of further emphasized that and so it kind of you know it was a you know it really did become a true marriage um, you know by February of 20 uh, of 2019 2019 okay were you just worried about your staff I mean you, you obviously you love everybody that works for your company. I'm sure there were some changes as far as staff was concerned. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and listen, I think you know the clearly you know there's you know I, I think a founder going through something like this, you have to think about two things. And honestly, this applies on the Compass side as well because this you know this changed a lot of people's roles inside of Compass right. too, um, and the model. Like, what does it say about everything that we've built if we're buying a CRM? And so. Um, there was there was definitely a lot of sensitivity, and so there's thinking about the culture as a whole, mm-hmm. um, and then there's thinking about the individual people. And I think you know Compass and Contactually did a good job of addressing both. Um, and I think you know you know, you can talk to anyone who's here or even who's not here anymore, um, and say, hey, yeah, this was the right thing, and you know um, all sides uh, ended up better for it. I read your on your website that the the people around you had overwhelming 
more support than you thought. Yeah. During the, the acquisition or the merger. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, even this is was expressed by like our customers. Yeah. You know, even our customers who you know in some cases are direct competitors for Compass. Sure. You know, were grateful because we built enough deep enough relationships with them that when the news broke um, and we were reaching out to them, just check on them, give them updates, share how like you know we want we are still investing in their success. You know, the the message that kept coming through is that hey, no matter what, we are happy for you. You deserve this. We are we are thrilled for you and the team. Congratulations, mm-hmm. um, and that was echoed by everyone in the real estate industry. Oh, good. good, good. What was your when you first founded Contextually? What was your original vision? Was it to look for a buyout or a merger, or was it maybe just to grow Contextually the way you had grown it and reach people randomly like me? I don't know how. I can't even remember how I found you guys yeah. six seven years ago. Um, you know what? What was the ultimate vision? You know, the funny thing is, and this is obviously, listen, I consider Contaxa to be seven and a half years of business school, right? Yeah. You know, we learned an incredible amount about how to build a business, how not to build a business, what to do better next time. And so one of the lessons I, I do give back to myself is that start a company at least with some North Star, with some direction in mind. Sure. We didn't, to be completely honest. Um, Contaxa. You just had a, a, a passion of... We had a prototype. Passion. We had a prototype. We kind of knew, like, this is important. Yeah. We knew people wanted it. Yeah. And so we said, hey, yeah, let's let's go do this, right? Um, and let's go raise funding. And honestly, any narratives we had about the future was really more as a license to go out and, like, raise more capital. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like... Uh, you know, if I were to start another company again, you know, it's like, hey, well, what is the big, hairy, audacious goal? What is that change you want to see in the world? What is that outcome going to be like? And then how do we change the world to be able to adapt to that? Got it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so just to switch gears, I don't want to take up time. You're busy. So just switch gears a little bit. Uh, talk about real estate because we are a real estate company. Indeed. Uh, what was... Before Compass appeared in your life, what was your relationship or experience or thoughts of real estate professionals in general? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, it was, uh, you know, we've, you know, we've made, we've always, you know, um, worked hard to maintain a strong um, love of our users, um, our, you know, our First, like yeah, our yeah. first core value was focus on the user. Mm-hmm. We've later evolved it to be user centric, and that that held the heart for us. Um, now, don't get me wrong. You know, our team definitely struggled from time to time because you know, we, you, with the low barrier to entry in real estate, like you, know, like you, know, we've all encountered agents that like you know, were like, "Who are you and what are you doing here?" But obviously, on the whole, like we've learned to you know, love the people that we work with. You know, contactually, like you know, we were very good at you know at making sure that we were cultivating relationships with the agents that we felt we could help the most. Yeah. Um, and so that was great. So we built a, a really deep love for them, and honestly, that's kind of you know what kept us going every day. Um, you know, we've definitely encountered you know a lot of unhealthy behavior and bad actors on both sides of the tech broker agent okay. uh, world. Sure. Um, you know, we've 
encountered brokers who say, I don't care about agents. You know, uh, we've encountered, you know, agents who say, I don't care about brokers. Oh, I don't oh, care about vendors. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you'll encounter that. But like, I think largely like, you know, and I think this is what I love much about Compass is that, you know, I think the cream rises to the top. And yeah. I think, you know, I, I can look at every agent and every team member and every leader at Compass and there's a there's a deep love and empathy for each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it, gotcha. Um, had, did you personally work with real estate agents in the past before this whole contactually? Before contactually? Yeah. Uh, no, honestly. And yeah. I, you know, contactually, just for for the record, for anyone who needs further clarification, sure. we did not start as a real estate technology yeah, company, it right? It wasn't just for real estate yeah. professionals. Yeah, it, it was not. Like, and yeah. it was only, you know, over the past few years even that we even changed our website to be real estate specific. Yeah. So, no, like, you know, I, I one of the constant running jokes is, like, if you had told me, you know, October 11th, 2011, <laughs> And when I founded the company that, you know, I not only would have sold to a real estate technology company, um, but I would be on stage at real estate conferences and <laughs> talking about real estate and talking about the future of real estate. I'd be like, that's really funny. That's that's not me. No, no, that's a different company. You're confusing with the other contact. Yeah, yeah. Um, just yeah. like Robert, when he started Urban Compass, he didn't know it was going to be Compass. Right? Yeah. And going to be in half 220 yeah. offices and. But that's one of the, that's the exciting uh, you know exciting parts of the entrepreneurial journey is that you have you know you have absolutely no idea where you're going to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as far as uh, just to kind of wrap up, how do you see the the balance, or, or how do you see the growth of contextually within Compass in the next? Let's just say, first part would be twelve months, and then the long term vision would be maybe two or three years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you know our. Like we were clearly brought in, you know, our team, our technology, our best practice. We're brought in with this idea that, okay, like clearly you've built, you've built, you know, built a great CRM with Contactually. Now do that at Compass, right? And I think it's it's an incredibly exciting problem because we're coming from a base of knowledge of like, all right, we understood what worked well at Contactually. Now, how do we do that? One on a much bigger stage, you know, of Compass. Um, how do we do that leveraging this end-to-end platform that Compass is building out? And how do we do it with this amazing, amazing team that's forming around us, right? You know, I could have never dreamed of working with, like, Joseph, you know, our CTO. Yeah. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm talking to him every day, right? Uh, um, right. And the team that's surrounding us and the culture that's built in, you know, on the operations side and the agents who are willing to just, like, you know, stop their finger, like, provide us feedback on things – you know, that's going to allow us to iterate much faster. And so, you like I said earlier, you know, I believe Kintashi was just scratching the surface of what's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, now with, you know, with, you know, Compass, I think we have the opportunity to, to really start peeling back the onion and see and seeing how far we can take this. Amount of users that are going to be on Kintashi from Compass is actually just going to uh, maximize your potential. Uh, I'm I'm incredibly excited about the future. <laughs> good, good. Uh, so, uh, as am I. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I know your business. I'm gonna let you go, but uh, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything that you wanna uh, say on behalf of your team here to? Uh, people that are listening at Compass on the national level? No, listen, obviously, always we're happy to be here. You know, um, our first first and foremost core, core value for our team is to c- continue to be user-centric. And so everyone knows how to reach me. I'm just literally ZVI at Compass.com. Uh, so anyone can reach out to me I'll with any questions and yeah. whatever we can do to be helpful. Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it.